Follow DJ P Dog Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram right now at DJ P Dog. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is your man DJ P Dog in the mix. There's no musical intro to this show. We're gonna get right into it. First, but before we get into this show, I want to get this little quick piece of business out of the way. I want to thank everybody who's tuning in via iTunes, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the show. This is the In The Mix Roundtable with DJ P-Dog in the mix, and I am the one and only DJ P-Dog in the mix. We have been teasing this show for quite some time now. The wait is finally over. On this episode, I am bringing on the guy who made some outrageous comments about DJ P-Dog, about me, saying that my voice in the Christian hip-hop community doesn't carry much weight or as much weight because I didn't know the one video guy. We argued, we bickered, we went toe-to-toe. There are are personal shots that are made here on this episode. I'm going to introduce you guys to this guy. Let me give you the breakdown of this talk that you're about to hear. Okay, first I bring on this gentleman, I introduce him. Then I lay out a foundation of our relationship just so that you guys know where we are before we get into those comments. We get into those comments, some shots are fired, some low blows are given, and ladies and gentlemen, you're going to hear it all right here on the In The Mix Roundtable. Listen, I, I implore you to stay tuned to the end of the show because I'm going to wrap all this this up. Tell you guys what's coming up. Hopefully you guys will even want to listen to my show again after you hear this talk, this debate, this this blow for blow situation that's about to go down right now. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, here's the In The Mix Roundtable. Here it is. Listen, I matter, matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, we are here on, on the show today. And the gentleman that I'm about to bring on right now, he he needs no introduction, yet he needs an introduction. Oh, my gosh. And, and the reason that he needs an introduction, I, I've been telling you guys for the last couple of weeks that there's this guy. I never call out his name because I, oh I didn't want to put him over on the show. <laughs> I didn't call out his name. I said he made some comments. You guys know what those comments are. You don't need me to repeat them because we'll talk about them here on the show. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, he thinks this is a joke. This is not a game, ladies and gentlemen. This is serious business. He's on the show. He's on the show right now. I've got him via FaceTime. I'm looking at this guy. He's got the backdrop going on like he's on some type of reality TV show. This, this guy is a celebrity, okay? That's, that's oh what he my is. God. No, it's not. I'm on the line right now with with my good friend John Cena. <laughs> I'm on the line right now with the one and only. Yo, Mr. that was great. That that was something. I don't know if great is the word. That was it. perfectly timed. I've got my man Humble Tip, ladies and gentlemen, and and. At this point, you guys know he's the guy who who made these comments. And I'm not going to we're going to get to those comments in a minute, but I want to lay a framework. Okay, (laughs) I want to to lay a foundation that is so thick 
Oh my god. That by the time we get to those comments, you guys are gonna get to see what what we would call true friendship really looks like. And so first things first, Mr. Humble Tip. Always went to be Vince McMahon. Well, always well, went to be Vince McMahon. Well, welcome to the show. Thanks, thanks for having me. You're you're quite you're uh, it should be an honor and privilege for you to be on my show right now. He he's bowing his head gracefully right now. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Anyways, Mr. Humble Tip is is here on the show. How how are you doing, my brother? How are you doing? Doing well. Very busy. I heard that. So does that mean I gotta rush this interview right now? Is that is that, are you are you standing up? Yes. Oh, you you may want to go get a chair for this, buddy. Well, let, let's 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 just see let's see how this thing plays out. You you didn't ask for my my whole night, T. So okay, no, I, I think you should stand. Actually, you got to stay in fighting stance because that's we're taking the gloves off here. We getting there. But I wanted oh I, I wanted to first quickly lay a framework on just so that because here's the thing, I, I quoted your comments on Twitter and I had a lot of feedback. Of people saying, who is this guy that made these comments? And again, I didn't call out your name. Well, thank you. Because I didn't want to bury you then, but the shovel is in my hand now. <laughs> Let's so, do it. I didn't want to I didn't want to do it on Twitter. But I had I wanted to let people know, first of all, they gotta know our history. So mm-hmm. why don't you first of all tell everybody how you and I got together? Okay? Why don't you go ahead and explain that for me? Uh, this was back when you were really, really heavy at 90.9 alike, and you were always looking for up-and-coming talent. Now, wait, before and- you go any further, because I got to make sure, because see, everybody doesn't understand what 90.9 is. If you, For those of you guys who don't know, I used to do radio, live radio at Liberty University, and I had a <clears> show, <throat> and I was always looking for new and up-and-coming talent. Yes, he was. Go ahead. So, you had... The Liberty University radio station, you had a show on there, and you were always looking for talent. And one day, I don't think you, you never remember this, but I remember. One day, you saw me in the DeMoss, and at that time, that was the main building at Liberty University. Okay. And I used, I used to always have my headphones going, and I used to always have a CD player. I didn't have an iPod. I had a, I had a big CD player I would keep in my baggy jeans because it was, it was the mid-2000s and everything was oversized. And and you literally just ran up on me one day. It was like, hey, man, do you rap? And before I could even answer, it was like, hey, be at the radio station. It was a Friday night. I remember it was a Friday night. It was like, be at the radio station. This time tonight, man, I, wanted, I want you to spit something. Um, and I never came. But that was the first day that I started writing. Back then, I was immersed, immersed in Christian hip-hop, the culture, the community, and the genre. So wait, and, just just because yeah. I, I want to make sure we're all on the same page here. So you, the, the regular guy, is approached by the big-time DJ on the campus at the time. Right? Yes. Okay. And, and and the big time DJ, which is who, just so we could be on the same page. You. That that was me. Just you guys heard it. Hosha's mouth. You heard it from him. And the big time DJ sparked something in you to go right. So basically, 
I, I've made the discovery. I found the diamond in the rough. The Lord used you. Absolutely. The, the Lord definitely used you. Uh, with, with, without that interaction, I'm sure that the Lord would have done it some other way. I just, I just have no clue how he would have done it. But yes, that interaction was the catalyst. That interaction was the spark that started a wildfire. That interaction was the drop of water that came before the tsunami. And so, yes, Perry Tankard. Yes. I don't know who uh, that no. is. I know who DJ P Dog is, but and so, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Um, well, I'm breaking. I'm breaking the fourth wall. You're, you're, <laughs> you're, they, they, you can't break kayfabe here. You can't break kayfabe. <laughs> and so, um, what? Side note, pivot. I'm gonna come back. You're gonna have to really explain to me what kayfabe is. I'm not 100 percent sure. It's... I think I understand it. But anyway, we're gonna come back to this. So I started writing. I called my little brother Marcus. I was like, Yo. Radio station want me to come through and rap. My little brother was supportive, but he also was like, but JC, you don't rap. Why are you going there to rap? <laughs> Thankfully, I, I don't remember. I don't know if I never came or I don't remember if you were supposed to call me and you never called, but some sort of interaction that was supposed to happen did not happen. So I never came to the studio, but I did keep writing. That was the beginning to Humble Tip. There it is, folks. So you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Um, this was the beginning of what I would call a beautiful friendship because it, I think that what a lot of people don't realize, and again, I'm laying this, this framework. So once we get to the good stuff, people oh, will have some context of, of where we are. Now you didn't just become a rapper. Eventually we became roommates. We begin to travel and somewhere some down somewhere down the line this amazing deal was was struck between what what was then humble tip and and the djp dog the dynamic duo and the world's largest christian university tell us about that real quick so uh, I think at that time, you may have been rocking with Store Dunk Team. And I believe Store Dunk Team had something worked out with Liberty University regarding uh, getting inquiries and leads for the school and the school taking care of Barry Central's concerning and pertaining to the, the ministry. So you had an idea. You was like, yo, we could do the same thing that SOAR is doing, and it'll be less money for Liberty, and we actually might be able to be more productive than that ministry team. So you spearheaded it. We had a meeting with some of – no, not some. We had a meeting with – The big guys. All right. So Jerry Falwell Sr. was the most important person. Was Falwell Sr. there? So you got to you gotta back up just there. to – so pause there because you got to back up just – this was – so that meeting did take place. And, and just to let everybody know, you know, you guys have heard my story, how I got started as a DJ working with the Sword Dunk team at Liberty. And one of the things that we did, as Humble Tip just said, is we would travel to do these shows and we would recruit high school students to come to the school. So in my brilliance, 
in my brilliance, I said, why don't we try to do the same thing? Now, this is post-Sword Dunk Team days. I was full in, you know, doing the hip-hop thing with Humble Tip at this point. And so the brilliant idea, you know, the genius that I am, you know, I, I decided to, to make this happen. But before that, there is one very pivotal piece of information that, that we got to go back to. Because before we decided to go that route, and before the late, great Dr. Jerry Falwell Sr. passed away, he gave us the, the, the pat on the back. Do you remember this? The pat, come on, you cat, you got to remember the pat on the back. The, 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 the Jerry rub. We got the Jerry Falwell rub. Convocation, my brother. Oh. Come but on. That, that wasn't that wasn't us. That was that no was wait. Whole well, squad. well, it was a whole squad. But let's be clear, and I want I want to be clear because of this. It was the whole squad, but it was again that creative genius that is DJ P Dog, who had a lunch with the the great Dr. Jerry Falwell Senior, and we came up with this brilliant idea to showcase this hip-hop ministry thing in a convocation. And, and he put it on TV, and he caught a lot of heat oh. for it. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. See, some stories are differing, my friend, because I've heard from sources that Albert Jennings was the brains behind all of that. Let me be clear on something right now. Clear it up. Let me be clear. Clear it up. There are some people that it's like one of those Morpheus and Neo scenarios. <laughs> he was the Morpheus. I'll give him that. But I was definitely the Neo. It was one of those, <laughs> I can only show you the door, Neo. You've got to walk through it scenarios. And I, yeah, walked, I, I didn't just walk through that door. I kicked that son of a gun down and, and burned that house to the ground. I, I heard that that was all Jennings. I've never heard the name. It was him. Listen, listen. Follow me here. It was him. <laughs> who had the initial meeting, but it was me who took advantage of the situation. And, okay. and, here's, and here's, here's, again, the Jerry rub. Because that convocation, I got the Jerry rub because he gave me a shout-out. Did he? It's on video. I'm going to post it on my website so that people can see the amazingness that happened and how we... I'll say this. We all came together and we created something beautiful. And I think that that was the spark. Perry, you didn't do anything. For, but here's the thing. The genius doesn't have to be in front of the camera. But the genius definitely got the rub and got the shout out at the end of the, of the situation. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, fast forward, because fast it was forward. it was Mr. Jennings again who set up that initial meeting with the the. Now this is post Jerry, senior, who set up that meeting, and, and I took advantage again. The, the, I'll show you the door, Neo. You gotta kick it down and do what you gotta do. Uh -huh. I, I sat at that table. And they brought these individuals who they call the quote-unquote minority leaders of Liberty University to the table. And I was at the table, 
And I heard all these people complaining. I mean, this guy, the vice president of the, the school at the time, brought all these people to the table. And these guys are complaining about, you guys don't do this, you guys don't do that. And in 10 seconds, bro, in 10 seconds, I gave him the pitch. Oh, gosh. I gave him the pitch. <laughs> the idea, humble tip DJP dog, joining up with Liberty to get the Liberty rub, to continue to do what we do. I gave them the pitch. They bought it, hook, line, and sinker. Then what happened? And then we started recruiting together. We started traveling and promoting Liberty, doing concerts, doing concerts, promoting Liberty, and uh, just taking every show as it came. There you have it. Now, now I left Liberty, okay? But mm-hmm. apparently, a lot of the groundwork and foundation that I laid, there was a nice house that was built on that foundation. What what'd you build on that house, Mr. Humbletip? Uh, I didn't build anything. And and there were people before you who put down. Let 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 me <laughs> be again. Some... Let me be clear, okay? There was a foundation that was laid. Okay, so uh, once you left, I just uh, continued to do this, continue to do what what we were doing, and instead of being it a duo, it was just me individually. I would take different guys from uh, my squad on the road with me periodically. If it was Jody or Hot Hands or CJ or Austin um, or Ben or just any of the guys, and just continue to promote Liberty and continue to do concerts and have my name grow. Now, I, I want to fast forward very quickly. Yeah, because we, we're like taking them through our entire We are. We history. are. Because this is, again, this is important. I'm laying a, a framework here. Because right. over we, came, we became roommates. We traveled. We went on our first out-of-the-country experience together, right? Yeah. This was... This, I would say we were pretty close, right? Yeah, very. Now, here's where things took a turn, okay? And I don't want to make this clear. When I say that this guy was close, it, and I don't want to say was close. I'll say is close. There's been a lot of things that have been done, and they've been forgiven. Namely, one, I asked this guy <laughs> to be the best man in my wedding, and 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 what'd you do, Mr. Humble Tip? How come you couldn't be the best man in my wedding? You never asked me to be the best I asked man. You, okay. I'm not gonna get my blood pressure up right now. You asked me to be a groomsman. Okay, you I asked me to be the all best right, man. so I'll tell you what, we'll 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 downgrade it. Okay, we'll downgrade it. Groomsman. You asked Jody to be the best man. Right, after the guy who I wanted to be you did, please, decided to did. reject you me. You never asked he rejected. to be the best man. Okay, so I asked you to be a groomsman. And, and how come you cannot be a groomsman in my wedding? That was months away. How come you couldn't be a groomsman? Because I didn't want to be. I don't like weddings. You, how many weddings have you done since? <laughs> since, since, since that one? Since that one? At least four. No. No. Tricks on you. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. Since your wedding. Wait, wait. Since your wedding. 
I have only been since your wedding. I've been to three weddings, and hold on, one of them was my wedding. The other was my sister's wedding that I had to go to, and the other was a wedding that my wife forced me to go to. And which was I, that? Uh, her one of her childhood friends named Megan. Okay. I don't like going to weddings. So that that's that's false. That's false. And here's why that's, that's false. What do you mean that's false? That's false. Because yes, you were you went to your sister's wedding, but you also went to your brother's wedding, and you also no, I, no, I didn't. My brother eloped. Okay, but the the the, the wedding that we had for him. Okay. That was a ceremony. That wasn't. A, that wasn't. You've a also wedding. went to CJ's wedding. You've also been to Austin's wedding. You've also been to Greg's wedding. The list goes on and on. Yeah. yeah. You got me. You, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I completely, I completely forgot about those three. I, I mean, Cole, how can you forget about Greg's wedding, bro? Like, I literally. That was, any, anyways, we're talking about my wedding right now. Did okay? I go to CJ's wedding? You, you were at CJ's wedding, my friend. You were, you were there. I was. I was. And I, and I, and I, yeah. I don't think I talked to you much that day. Anyways, here's the thing. You didn't come. You did. You barely even made it to my wedding. Okay. Man, that's a lot of weddings. I didn't realize that. You you you've downgraded from best man to groomsman. Now you've downgraded again from groomsman to just hey, just show up. <laughs> just show up. And and you you got to the wedding. When did you get to my wedding, Mr. Humbletip? But you're not you're not keeping everything in context for you. I'm keeping everything in context cuz I'm going somewhere with this. Here, no. Here's the thing. No. You what what Made you come to my wedding late. Matter of fact, tell everybody. I had a concert. You had a concert. Now, back up in the story. Who helped discover you again? Jesus. <laughs> you got to give me my credit, Daggett. Okay. You're, you're telling me the guy that, that helped spark the, the forest fire, as you said. You flicking stuff in the camera at me now. Is is that where we're at right now? What's up, man? <laughs> Can we get to this, please? We're getting to it. We're getting to it. 20 minutes of, of build-up, then this. 20, oh, it's been a lot more build-up than just this 20 minutes. This is just the icing on the cake. All right? So you 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 pretty much missed, my, you, you downgraded from best man to groomsman. To just show up and then you show up late. This is the guy who, who you know, you're out there doing concerts. This is the guy that if it wasn't for him, you wouldn't be doing any concerts. But that's okay. I'll get past that. Now, let, let me ask you this question. Because just recently, very recently, you, you opened up for, for B.O.B. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did I get a phone call? Hey, P, why don't you come back and... and, and de- you know, I'm not going to, that's, that's neither here nor there. That doesn't matter about anything. <laughs> my, my question is, did you videotape any of the footage? Yeah. Did, did your one video guy videotape any of the footage? Who did? No, I actually got another guy to do it. So, so there is more than one video guy in Christian hip hop. Yes, Perry. Who's this Perry guy? I don't know who you're talking about. Anyways, here's the thing. So you and I are talking a little while back, 
And we were talking about a particular artist. I don't have to call his name. That's not important. And I, and I said, yo, man, why don't you put your boy on? And you were saying that he doesn't have a budget to get this done and to get that done and to get a Will Thomas video on. And I said, man, who's Will Thomas? And at that point, you said what? What, what did you say? I don't recall what I said. Get the heck out of here, son. <laughs> I, I don't remember. This was, in, in this your, was almost a month ago. Oh, come on, bro. Like, you know this what you... A, there, it, listen, the argument <laughs> got so heated. The guys that were around me literally pulled out their camera phones and recorded me going back and forth with you on the phone about this subject. About you telling me that I don't have a voice to speak about the the Christian hip hop movement or culture because I don't know what's going on, based on the fact that I didn't know one video guy. What 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 do you, what do you got to say about that? That that sounds pretty. That sounds close. That that sounds slightly close to what may have been said, but I don't I don't think that I said that because you didn't know one aspect of what was going on since since you want to build up since you want to tell storylines since you want to give the backlog to everything bring let's it. take them down memory lane let's go shall we since you want to do this no if you really want to do this if you really want to do this peace if you want to do this we can do this are you sure you want to do this let's go okay Let's All go. Right. Hey, listen, the gloves right. are off. Hey. We're going toe to toe, face hey, to face. We're taking, it, we're taking it out of the ring right now. I, I'll let's, just let you know. Hey, we're in the middle of the parking lot with headlights. <laughs> let's okay. go. Okay. All right. All right. Attitude era. Hashtag attitude era. Okay. So, no, this is the backstory. Perry Tankard, uh, DJ P Dog, whatever he's going by now, we used to do shows really hard. <laughs> P Dog left. WCW and went to WWE. Peter left WCW, and if anybody out there would like to read between the lines, go for it. P Dog went to WCW, left WCW, and went to WWE. Okay. But here's the thing P Dog got brand new when he went to WWE. No, I didn't. Oh, wait, wait, wait a minute. P-Dog, First of no, all, no, 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 let's take no, the gloves no, off. No, let's take the gloves off. Don't, don't don't give the off. don't give P-Dog, the listen P-Dog don't give give them the real don't give them the WCWs and the WWEs call it hey, what it is call this it what is your it is fan base. They, they should already know they do know but I want them to hear it from you you say it they, they're hearing from me no P-Dog they don't know what WCW w- they don't know what that means WWE. they don't know Where what that means P-Dog what is WWE? WWE what is oh, WWE he got brand new what is oh, WWE he started liking that belt way too much oh he started liking the fans way too much oh now all of a sudden WCW is little old WCW. WCW okay. is not adequate enough. WCW is small, and nobody even recognizes WCW. Here's the thing. And this First small of all, little wrestling wrestling arena I don't to want blow it, itself up. I don't want to. Because now P Dog was moving with WWE. Hold on, no, no, no. I don't no, want to give these. Give me, no, but I don't want. I don't want you to give. Listen, I don't want you to give them. I want you to. Tell them what WCW is. You can tell them. 
I will say it. WCW, in Mr. Humbletip's eyes, would represent Christian hip-hop. Am I on right? Are we, we on the same page so far? That sounds, that sounds pretty close to accurate. All right. That's pretty close to accurate. And WWE, which would be, in your opinion, right, would be the better brand, right? Not better, just larger. <laughs> but I, I believe, but I believe in your opinion it's better. Uh, I think, the, I, 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 think the, I think, I think, better. I think the matter of popular opinion would agree with me. So WWE would represent Reach Records. Is that is that accurate? I, I that that's pretty close to accurate. Yes. No, I don't want. I don't want pretty close to accurate. I want. I, I want bullseye. Is that the bullseye? Well, I, I I gave you the bullseye. I told you I'm I'm running with a metaphor here. However, you. I don't want metaphors. We don't do metaphors on the DJP dog in the mix radio show. We this call whole it thing is, is a metaphor. This whole thing is not a metaphor because I feel like yes, the gloves are coming off. Let's take them off, and let's let's call it what it is. Now. My view, based on what you just said, is it far off from being a matter of fact? It is factual. Continue. Okay. So, you ran, and you started rocking out with Reach, and y'all were doing shows, and you were getting booked a lot, and you were going all these different places and doing way bigger venues than you were normally accustomed to doing and p-dog changed and when p-dog started running with reach then all of a sudden the tone became very arrogant and very condescending and very uh just really obnoxious and now all of a sudden little old christian <laughs> hip-hop and nobody and now all of a sudden the tone got changed to nobody even recognizes Christian hip hop and it's not even a real genre and the only people who care about it and everybody should get out of this bubble. But ladies and gentlemen, this is not just what Christian hip hop, this is what P-Dog does. Multiple examples. P-Dog left and went to North Carolina so that he could do church building and so that the Lord could use him in phenomenal ways which was a fantastic thing. Similar thing happened. Once P-Dog got out there in the hood, then all of a sudden, everybody else who's in Lynchburg, they need to get out of their bubble. Nobody else understands how hard it is. Nobody else understands how difficult <laughs> ministry can be in the hood and in the ghetto. And everybody else is just doing their regular ministry, but P-Dog's out there doing the real ministry. And so this is a perpetual thing that happens with P-Dog when it comes to either industry, when it comes to domestic living, or when it comes to quote unquote music ministry. This is not isolated to one thing. Perry has a continual pattern of when he goes out and does different things, he now lords over people and looks down at whatever he used to previously do because it is no longer of massive importance. It happened with ministry, it happened when it reached, and it's happening right now. As so, of late, as of late, I would love I to give a rebuttal. Hold on. As of late, I noticed, Go ahead. Go ahead. 
I did not believe he was qualified to speak about Christian hip hop. Not saying that he does not have a voice, but just meaning that his his voice is not as weighty. Why do I say that? For years, Perry has been actively notifying me that he is stiff arming himself away from Christian hip hop, that he is not associating himself with Christian hip hop, that all Christian rappers need to stop doing youth groups, that nobody even recognizes Christian hip hop anymore. (laughs) Perry Tanker has gone out of his way. He has gone out of his way to notify me over and over. He's not Christian hip hop. He's real hip hop. He's the real music industry. He's not Christian hip hop because he has done this over and over. Silly me, but I I thought, hmm, he probably doesn't care what happens over here. He's probably not interested since he spends <laughs> most of his time demeaning and diluting the effectiveness, the power, and the purpose of the culture, genre, and community. With all of this thing, Perry does not keep up, or at least maybe I've been misinformed. But it has not been equivocated to me that Perry keeps up, keeps up, keeps up with Christian hip hop. It doesn't seem like he's on the websites regularly. Doesn't seem like he's the one website, to the one website artist, uh, up and coming artists regularly. It doesn't seem like that. <laughs> now, unless I have been miseducated, I know Perry continuously, fervently, and feverishly studies the music industry. I know that he is a pro at the hey, music uh, industry. Uh, uh, you can be I, I think sub but, but, but listen hip hop I have not been informed that he studies any whatsoever <laughs> there's, there's because to study. his tone <laughs> has always been that he does not like the genre because of all of that Here's the thing I believe that P Dog is not qualified to speak about now, Christian hip hop let, let me give my rebuttal because some of the things you said were factual I feel like you got some things off your chest. I, I'm glad that we're having this conversation. <laughs> First of all, let me let me say this, okay? I I don't care if people stay in the Lynchburg area. I mean, heck, I wanted to stay in the Lynchburg area. I didn't choose to come back here to Durham, but I love it here in my city. I love it here, and just to be clear. This is the city that I grew up in. And just to be clear, just to correct again on some of the things that were said just now were true. But anything to do with the ministry that I do and the ministry that other people do, you know, I'm not putting what I do above anybody else when it comes to that. Okay. Yeah. So when it comes to that, I'm not trying and. And you know what? I don't want to to make it seem like what I do is better than another guy. But I do feel like there are some people who are stuck in the Lynchburg quote unquote bubble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and I don't just say that because of um, people like me saying that. I'm saying that because some people have actually told me themselves that they are stuck in the Lynchburg bubble. Mm hmm. And because they're stuck in the bubble, then I would say, hey, listen, why don't you get out of the bubble? But that's neither here nor there. Because that's a whole other conversation for another day. That's not what we come <laughs> here to talk about. Here's, okay. here's, here's what I, I, I want to reiterate. Because I, I think some of the things you said were true. And now let me 
make clear what those things are. I do think that I became brand new when I went over to see how the real music business works. And, and let me make it clear, okay? Let me, let me make this very perfectly clear. There are a lot of guys in the quote-unquote CHH movement, genre, whatever you want to call it, that will say, and I think that you will be one included in this, that you're not necessarily in this movement for the music business. Is that, is that a true statement? Is that a, is that a fair statement? Yeah, I would say so. Okay. So I think that my frustration doesn't necessarily come towards those individuals. My frustration has hit its fever pitch. And this is why the, the, the stiff arm that you talk about. This is where my stiff arm comes into play. When guys don't educate themselves in not the hip-hop industry, not the, the Christian music industry, but the music industry itself. And mm -hmm. I think going over to, to Reach and during my time there, I got to see how the real industry works. And, mind you, now, tell me if I'm right or wrong on this. Did I hoard any information? I don't think so, no. Okay, so I'm trying to continuously educate artists on how the real business works. Now, mind you, this quote-unquote record label of Reach Records that a lot of people may say, because not just you, people who may say, oh, P-Dog became new when he got over there with Reach. Here's the reality, folks. And, and you correct me if I'm wrong here. A lot of people will look at them as the standard bearers in what we would call CHH, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, a guy who has rocked with the, the, the top of the small food chain that we call CHH, when I leave them, where do I go? What do I do? Well, here's what happens to a guy like me. I get sucked back into this vortex that I never really left. I just went to the top of the vortex, okay? And, and I got a little peek beyond the vortex. And I've tasted myself, post-reach records, a taste of the vortex beyond the vortex, okay? <laughs> Word. <laughs> so here's the thing. I am brand new. I'm more educated. I'm, I've smartened up. And, and you know what? The reality of it is I do come off a little smug. I do. I'm not going to sit here and, and tell you anything different. If anybody's been listening to this show for the last couple of episodes, you know this is the new guy. Matter of fact, this isn't the new guy. This is the guy that you guys should have been introduced to a long time ago. Oh, my God. Because nothing has changed about me. Except for I've, I've now brought out the true character of the DJ P-Dog guy. This is the real guy. I could be smug. I can be, what did you say? The stiff arm? Yeah. Stiff armed. Because here's the thing, bro. Here's the thing. Again, you, you just opened up for, for B.O.B. Did you, did you get that from the bubble? From the bubble? The bubble. The bubble. 
the the CHH. No. Okay, so there's life beyond the bubble, right? Yes. Okay, that's what I'm trying to say. And and here's the thing, I've tasted life beyond the bubble, and I want other guys like yourself to taste beyond the bubble. Okay, and and, and granted, it may come off a little smug sometimes, but I got your attention. Oh my gosh. I got your attention. No, I don't go to the one website. I'm not going to put that website over. Not on my show. Because if anything, I'm going to start building the case against that one website. Because guess what, Mr. Humble Tip? Guess what I did yeah. for, for you guys? The guys that I lord over and the guys that I stiff arm. I just posted on my website a blog that, that reveals 400 plus hip-hop websites. More than just the one. Okay. You know what? I saw online today. I saw online today that Tripoli's got a new video coming out to Too Cold. You think the one video guy did that video? <laughs> I don't know. Pro probably not. Probably not. So here's the thing. I, I think that, you know, I, and this is what frustrates me. This is, you know, me and you can go, we're, we're friends. We can, say what we, can take, we can say what we need to say to each other, and we're going to be just as cool as we've, we've always been. But here's what frustrates me, Mr. Humbletip. Today I saw a, a, a Christian rapper. Somebody posted his sell sheet from TuneCore on the money that he received from the streams that, that he got. Mm -hmm. And it was like, I mean, he had like 11,000 plus streams. Mm -hmm. And the royalties that he got off of that was like $2 and change. Yep, that sounds and, accurate. And, and, and somebody said, what do we need to do? Because I feel like this is like the, the, the business is jipping us. And you know what I said to these guys? So here's what you do, Mr. CHH artist. You either adapt or you perish. That's what okay. you do. That's what All you right. do. And that's what frustrates me. Because, yes, I've, I've been on the other side. And I've seen guys like Lecrae who just went, certified gold i see guys like andy minio who's doing the mtvs and the sways and and the ciphers and and i see these other guys because it's not just them you got other guys like d1 who's getting some major play you've got other guys that are doing stuff some of the guys i'm not gonna put over on my show because i don't really like them like that so anyways <laughs> I, it is the best policy. And here's the thing. <coughs> I have said it before. I'll say it again. I think that there are too many. I think the bottom line, that the frustration that I have with CHH is that they are, and notice I'm not saying we, okay? They are a bunch of uneducated artists who are looking for the magic formula to just fall out of the sky. And this is why I'm brand new, bro. Because I sat in the office of Reach Records and I watched the machine. I watched the machine work. And I, and I saw it work. And here's the thing. I think that it can work for a lot of, other, a lot of you guys. Again, you just open up for B.O.B. There's no C.H.H. rub for that. Right? Right. But what else are you doing? Because it's not just, because here's the thing. You, you made this other statement. 
and and I disagree with it wholeheartedly. Whereas where you said that I said that Christian rappers should stop doing youth groups. I don't believe that. But here's what I do believe. I do believe that a lot of the Christian rappers don't need to pigeonhole themselves to just youth groups. Case in point, these guys are probably listening to the show. I hope they are. These guys opened up for me. I did a dance party for a youth group. That's right. DJ P-Dog did a youth group show. And these guys put on an amazing hip-hop set. And after the show, they asked me, they said, hey, man, what can we do to further our reach and our brand? I said, stop doing youth group shows. And the reason that I said stop doing youth group shows to these guys is because their music was boom bap. It was hip-hop. Mm -hmm. Say, guys, you don't belong in a youth group. You belong in the club scene with the other hip-hoppers on the underground scene. You'll kill it. You would kill it. Listen, I'm, I'm there too. And I'm telling you guys, here's the bottom line. Mm -hmm. Maybe my approach is jacked up. And I, and I think that this is a humbling conversation from the one and only Mr. Humbletip, Mr. SPF himself. I think that my thing is, I am the modern day Moses <laughs> for CHH. Okay. Wow. I am the modern. Wow. I am. I am Moses. Wow. I am Harriet Tubman. I am Martin wow. Luther King. I am the guy that's saying, guys, I've been to the mountaintop. You are. Let me take you to actor the promised or... land. Or Let me take you to the promised land, cause it's there waiting for you. Okay, well, hold, real quick, um, because I, I only got about fifteen minutes left, but I do want to present you with a question. Present me with the question, because I was on social media today, and a Christian hip hop artist said something, and another artist replied back, and the reply. Uh, while accurate in facts, was very sarcastic, condescending, and in my opinion, obnoxiously arrogant. And I don't. I, I think what I'm what I'm curious of, and this this is truly me trying to understand your world, like truly, truly, just me seeking understanding. When I don't understand why I am. Starting to, well, not starting, but for the past three years to three to four years, I've seen something very prevalent in uh, Christian hip hop or loosely associated people with Christian hip hop. I'm seeing artists who started out in Christian hip hop for all intents and purposes, predominantly were booked. Maybe they did a couple of events a year in, in uh, unchurched organizations, but seemingly, and, and maybe everything I saw was incorrect, which is highly possible, but it seems that a lot of artists who kind of started out in Christian hip-hop and who have amassed large fan bases and great followings, and glory be to God for them, and who have been uh, exodus out of Christian hip-hop, and now they're in a new season. Once again, nothing wrong with that. You don't got to do Jesus music all the time. You don't have to call yourself a Christian hip-hop artist. You don't have to be a part of Christian hip-hop. Nothing wrong at all with that. However, what I'm seeing is now this intentional, uh, almost bullying to the point where you hear comments, 
you see tweets, you see updated statuses where it's a perpetual, uh, you know, dilute a, attempt to dilute the potency of Christian hip hop, to demean the existence of Christian hip hop, and to at the end of the day make fun of that which they were brought out of. Now, what I'm not understanding, what what I truly, truly, truly am looking for understanding on. Uh, once again, I don't care if you're part of Christian hip hop. I don't care if you if you make Jesus music or not. I I have no quarrel with that. I, however, what I don't understand is now how all of a sudden it's been a shift and it's been a finger point and hey everybody let's laugh at these puny fill in the blanks can you help me understand that because i feel like that's what you do currently. Uh, uh. i feel like that's what you do i don't feel like that's what you did i feel like that's what you do now so but but it's not just you like i could name Four other artists off the top of my head right now that I feel like do that. And one of them I saw, it continued today on social media. So I'm just trying to understand, like, what's the motivation for that? Why? So I think, I think for me, and I can't speak for nobody else, I can speak for myself. I think for me, again, the, the sarcasm, the condescending, the proverbial finger pointing, um... I think for me, man, I, I want to, I do want to point the finger. And I want to say, hey, guys, we've got some things that we need to fix. And, and this is where I think I differ from some of those guys. Because I know who you're talking about. And I've had conversations with some of these guys. And some of them, I've had knockdown, drag out arguments. Okay. A lot more like what we're, we're having a conversation. I've had verbal wars with some of these guys and i think for me because i've got so much skin in the game because i've been doing this for over 14 years there's this part of me that's like i'm frustrated and i'm lashing out but even in the midst of my lashing out and my frustration i don't want to just cut you up slice you and dice you like i want to give you something that can help make this thing better now let me make this clear too because I, I think i've done this on my show and I, I don't think i made it clear to you to me there is a difference between christian hip-hop as a genre and christian hip-hop as a movement okay i've made it clear i'm not like there is no such thing as christian rap music as a genre of music it doesn't exist it's it's not real it's a figment of our imagination. On the other hand, I do believe that there is what we would call a movement of Christian rappers that put out good music. And in my opinion, okay, in my opinion, I think that these Christian rappers should be moving towards more of the hip-hop scene, whether that be underground, whether that be commercial, whatever you have it. We should be moving collectively in that direction as a whole versus continuing to stay in this silo that we've created called Christian hip hop, where it's isolated itself. I mean, l listen, it, it didn't just start this year. It didn't just start five years ago. Heck, it didn't start 14 years ago. I think it started at the very beginning of this thing 
where we as Christians do what Christians do. We want to separate ourselves from everything. And I don't think but, that... Pete, that, that has nothing to do with people making fun of it. Right, and I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that point. I want you to, to follow me here. And I think what has happened is you had guys who you're speaking of who came into the game under that banner and under that, you know, that Christian hip-hop banner. And, yes, were very successful, built a great fan base. But I think what's happened, bro, is over time, guys get smartened up to what really we should have been smartened up to from day one. And I think the problem with that is now you've got a lot of people who are coming with the finger pointing and the laughing and saying this ain't going to work because I'm still optimistic. Even though I'm saying I don't want anything to do with the genre that we call Christian hip-hop, and I'm talking about the chasing of the Stellar Awards and the Dove Awards because they mean nothing. They mean absolutely nothing. Nothing, because those groups aren't doing anything to push the hip hop movement at all. I, I, I'm st I'm still missing why. And, uh, why I'm, I'm getting there. I'm I'm getting there. Now again, I can't speak for everybody, but I can only speak for myself. Now I don't think. I think that what I'm doing is getting attention. I want to get the attention so that I can divert you to where you need to go. I want to give. Like the guy who put that post up about, you know, I, I hated that guys, Christian artists, Christian hip-hop artists will post, please buy my album versus streaming it because I need the money. Show Baraka did that. That's, that's one of my guys, and I hated that. Because it's like, guys, this is where the business is going, period, across the board. Why can't we just get smartened up and figure out how to adapt to the business instead of instead of falling to the wayside? And this is why a lot of those guys who get it will point the finger and laugh and say this, that, and whatever, whatever those comments were, and can come off in those condescending ways because some of them are starting to get it. I don't know if that makes sense or not. So you're telling me that they demean that they throw insults and that they laugh at Christian hip hop because now they have more information. Hey, uh, here's my thing. If that's what you see them doing, I don't think that I condone that at all. And and I don't feel like that's what I do. I feel Whoa. like I feel uh, like wait, 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 I feel wait. like I feel like what I do, bro, is I call a spade a spade. I call it is what it is, but then I tell you what it should be. No, 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 Pete. When you say stuff, when you say stuff like Christian hip hop's one little old come video on, bro. Guy, you no, don't think that's condescending? No, I say that to you because you said because I didn't. That's that's directed to you, not okay. to not to Christian hip hop in general. Now we'll say we do got one main website, and that's what I'm talking about. But even even my comment to you about the one video guy, that's my point. That's that's my whole issue. And I don't know if you even see what I'm talking about right now. But that's my that's my thing. We've got one of of this and one of that and then one of this and then one of that. How many record labels we got? I don't know. What? 
How many successful record labels do we have? Now you can count, you can you can name those, right? No, no, I can't name those because it all depends on what your criteria for success uh, so, is. Okay, success in the music business. Not not success in the ministry aspect, because that that is something that I don't judge at all. Okay. All right. Well, this is what well, this was gonna happen. We're gonna have to wrap this up real quick. But <laughs> the reality of the situation is I understand what you're saying, and maybe my ears are incorrect. And maybe I'm overly, it's highly possible. Maybe I'm overly sensitive. That's not a consistent characteristic in my personality. I've always had thick skin, but maybe I am mishearing your tone. But from my previous experiences, no, no, no. you're not, you, you're, not you're not misunderstanding my years, tone. For the past four years, my experience with Perry, with DJ P Dog, has been one of drastically belittling. Christian hip hop. So be, whatever it is that I, you're going for, I I just don't understand why why y'all got to belittle Christian hip hop. It, it's it's like a bully tactic to me. I don't. Well, here's it. the thing. I I told you, and I'll I've said this on my show, and I told this to you. I think that the damage that has been done with that label is so great that it needs to be done away with. Now that's your that's that's my opinion. And I'm entitled to that. And the thing is, most of the stuff that I say is a matter of my opinion. But there are some matters of fact that I speak of. And and when I maybe condescendingly say the one video guy, I mean, we know that there's more than one video guy. Right? Because clearly, yes. Reach Records is not using the one video guy. Okay? Everybody's not using. And, and, and by the way, let me say this. Will Thomas... Is the is the video guy that we speak of? He's very talented, and if you would have said Space Cherry Films, I would have known that. Because I know Space Cherry Films, bro. Come on, but I just yeah. didn't, I didn't know the name associated with Space Cherry Films. Blah blah blah, whatever. But here's the thing, and here's why I at the end of the day, this is this is my. I gave in the last show my root cause of my frustration. I don't want to get into all that because that's not relevant right now. Plus, we run out of time. Right. But here's the thing. If individuals are pointing the finger and laughing and belittling, but aren't trying to say, hey, guys, you know what? I said what I said. Because most of the time when I say it, let's, let's be clear. Let's be clear. I say it to entertain. Okay? No, but no, 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 no. Pete, but that doesn't. No, no, no. Yes, no. I'm an entertainer. No, no. This is what Pete, I do. I stir the pot. I stir the pot. Excusing. Anything. I'm not making an excuse. If somebody says it, I call it is what it is. Or if somebody says it and then follows it up with, "Hey, but I'm trying to teach you." No, that's that's not okay. That's not cool. Nowhere else in life do we think that's cool. <laughs> if somebody goes from one from one basketball team and they go from freshman to JV and then all of a sudden they start making and laughing and making jokes at all of the freshmen that's not cool and it's not cool here it's not cool it's not biblical it is 100% not biblical it is pride it is arrogance and it's not showing love to your brother well I think I am showing love when I say hey let me not leave you in in your pile of dung let me give you a hand Oh yeah, yeah. No, you absolutely let, let me show give you... love when you give them the Ten Commandments, but when you broke the Ten Commandments before you gave it to them, <laughs> that wasn't love. 
Hey, listen. Let me let me go back up to. I'll go back up to the mountaintop. Yeah, and you got to deal with God's judgment and God's wrath when you get up there. But what if I've already dealt with that? Well, then what are we even talking about then? Well, we're we're we're, we're catching each other up to speed right now. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. But here's the thing. Well, well, well. No, if you've already dealt that, then I would imagine that. No, because you. Would be but I think I think in, that. In well, behavior. There some sort of behavior no, I don't. I, I, the, the behavior modification is this. I don't want to leave people hanging. And this quote unquote brand new, yes, I am very brand new. And I'm still becoming even more brand new. But here's but the. But no, Perry, you're trying the, to spin it. No, you're trying to spin it as if no, someone no. is mad that you're attempting to educate and inform. The no, issue no, no. has never been the fact no, that no. you guys get knowledge and attempt to educate and inform. The issue is that there is a bully tactic that is taking place. And y'all think that it's cool just because you're on to different things and it's not okay. Sometimes I don't. It's not about a matter of it being cool. At this point in the game, and, and this is a matter of opinion. I think that it's a matter of necessity. I think that it is necessary. Belittling somebody is never sometimes, a matter of necessity. No, sometimes that's how you got to get people's attention. Because no, it's clearly, not. hey, again, this is a matter of opinion. This is a matter of my opinion. Harry, there's no scripture in the Bible that ever tells you belittling people is how to get their attention. Well, first of all, you've never heard me belittle anybody. Okay. You have not heard me belittle one person. I will belittle an idea. You literally. I will belittle an idea. Right, I don't. I don't have enough. I don't have enough time to get in, into into that. I, I, well, I, I, I tell you what. I think. I think we could come back. With that. I, and that's okay. It, that's a matter of your opinion. And and this is the thing. I think that you could come back onto the show and we can talk more. Hey, you legitimately about, told me. You legitimately told me. Jason, you're doing all these shows, you're going around and doing all this, but don't nobody know. That's not belittling? Brother, first of all, don't take that out of context because there was a whole... That's, is, that, is that no, not no, what no, 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 no. There was a whole conversation but around that. And, and as you give this information to my listeners, you're throwing them for a loop because they have I no idea. I what you said. Yeah, but you can't tell them what I said without giving them the context of the matter that I said it. I'm just telling them what you said. You said humble. Yeah, you're doing all these shows. Yeah, you're ripping and running. But no, don't because, nobody know it. Come on, bro. That's not you, I, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. No, no, no. Because I think what you're saying is great stuff. And I'll tell you what we'll do. Let's pause that convo there. Because I think that, that there's a little bit more that you need to get off your chest. And I want you to come on my show and I want you to vent. Remember that song you used to have back in the day, Venting? <laughs> yeah. I worked my butt off on that that project, by the way, burning all those seeds. Anyways, I, I want you to come back on the show because you, you, you can't leave with just saying that comment and that statement without giving people the proper context. And we don't have the time to dive into that. So I want to bring you back on the show. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my friend, my guy, Mr. Humble Tip. L let them know what you're doing with Humble Kings, man. Because I think what you – now – Here's the thing. Who's covered that? The, the, the one video, the one, the one website is not covering that. By the way, go ahead. Tell them about Humble Kings. Humble Kings is a group with my man CJ King. Uh, it's, it's very different from my typical humble, typical humble Tip music. It's more current sound. It's less overtly Christian rhetoric. 
And, uh, you know, just an opportunity for us to hit a different demographic. So it's going pretty well. Absolutely. And it's getting you um, opening up for B.O.B. How about that? Yes. Yes, sir. Getting, you're, you're, you're smartening up. I like it. Making it happen. <laughs> Give them your social media plugs, bro. Plug, plug, plug your stuff. Give them your website and all that good stuff. You're, you're, you're smartening up. Thank, thank you for, for notifying me. That's that, that's that slick oh, stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm giving you the proverbial pat on the back. I'm giving you the pat on the back. That's not necessary. But, but it, I, I think it is. Go, go ahead. Give them your social media. It's, it's just it's the, the arrogance and the condescension. It's difficult to be around. Um, at Humble Tip, H-U-M-B-L-E-T-I-P, any social media at Humble Tip, you'll find me. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. My man, Humble Tip, thank you so much for coming on the show. Hey, I want us to pick this convo back up because I think you can't leave people hanging with, with a comment that I made because I did make that comment. But I want people to have that comment in proper context. So I would love to bring you back on the show and talk about that. Well, we'll see what happens. Continue to, continue to enjoy that DJ P-Dog rub. Deuces. <laughs> I'm going to bed. I'm tired. <laughs> All right, man. All right, my brother. Peace. Yeah. So there you guys have it. Clearly, there are some unresolved issues by me and the one and only Mr. Humble Tip. You know, and let me let me say this just to kind of help you guys understand the dynamics of our relationship. You know, I was with my man KJ52 a few days ago, and he's telling the promoter of this show, says, hey, you know, I, I love DJ P-Dog, I love my man Humble Tip, but these guys together, it's like putting two old, an old married couple together who was divorced and keeps coming back to each other. It's like that. But this is my guy, okay? Humble Tip is my dude. We disagree on a ton of things. And he made a comment coming towards the end of this, talking about a statement that I made to him that he didn't clearly unpack. And I'm not going to unpack it now because he's not here to defend himself. But this is one of the knockdown, drag-out arguments that we've had. So I'm going to bring him back onto the show. And I'm going to let him get some more things off of his chest because clearly there's some more unresolved issues between me and the one and only Mr. Humbletip, Mr. Liberty University himself, Mr. SPF. So we're going to get all that later on in a later date. I'm going to let you guys know. But let all that marinate. Let all that marinate, what you just heard, all right? Hey, listen, here's what's coming up here on the Intermix Radio Network. I've got a ton of things coming up. I've got the Top 50 Countdown that we're continuing on. I've got the next episode of that coming up where we count down songs 40 to 31. Um, also coming up, I've got the another Intermix Roundtable, a special edition. I'm excited about this one because it's going to be my Valentine's Day special. I'm going to do a two-part episode of this special the first episode i'm going to give the entire story on how me and my wife began our dating relationship and then on the next episode of that part two that um that two-part series valentine's day special i'm going to bring my wife on and we're going to talk about the dynamics of our marriage relationship and i'm going to play some great songs for you guys in celebration of love and life and um, the amazingness that, that, that comes around, not just Valentine's Day, but every day when you're with the one you love. So that's all coming up here on the In The Mix Radio Network. Of course, I got more DJ P-Dog In The Mix radio shows coming up and much, much more. 
And, um, you know, we're at the top of February right now, which also means not only are we getting through the countdown, but we're going to get set for March. Music Madness coming up at the top of March, so we'll have more information on all those good things as well. All right? Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Um, I hope you guys don't crucify me too much. Okay? Not too much. All right? But there you have it. The interview finally happened. You guys heard it. It was laid out. We got more unresolved issues, and we're gonna we're gonna get those issues resolved. But nonetheless, that's the show, ladies and gentlemen. That's the story. I'm sticking to it. I'm gonna holler at you guys later. One love, peace. Bad days. Okay, not too much. All right, but there you have it. The interview finally happened. You guys heard it. It was laid out. We got more unresolved issues, and we're gonna we're gonna get those issues resolved. But nonetheless. That's the show, ladies and gentlemen. That's the story. I'm sticking to it. I'm going to holler at you guys later. One love. Peace. Bad days. Okay, not too much, all right? But there you have it. The interview finally happened. You guys heard it. It was laid out. We got more unresolved issues, and we're going we're gonna to get those issues resolved. But nonetheless, that's the show, ladies and gentlemen. That's the story. I'm sticking to it. I'm going to holler at you guys later. One love. Bad days. Okay, not too much, all right? But there you have it. The interview finally happened. You guys heard it. It was laid out. We got more unresolved issues, and we're going we're gonna to get those issues resolved. But nonetheless, that's the show, ladies and gentlemen. That's the story. I'm sticking to it. I'm going to holler at you guys later. One love. Peace. Bad days. Okay, not too much, all right? But there you have it. The interview finally happened. You guys heard it. It was laid out. We got more unresolved issues, and we're going we're gonna to get those issues resolved. But nonetheless, that's the show, ladies and gentlemen. That's the story. I'm sticking to it. I'm going to holler at you guys later. One love. Peace. Bad days, I suppose. Too much for me to remember. Let me back up. Now I can see the whole picture. You Something out of nothing, nothing. You made something out of nothing, nothing.